0: Hello, dear listeners. This podcast has reached its final episode. I've started a new podcast titled Build Your English, which you can find at patreon.com slash buildyourenglish. There you can access your weekly free episode and its transcript. I hope to see you there. How to compare and contrast in C1 Speaking. Let's find out. Hello, this is Christian from Cambridge Advanced Speaking. How are you doing today? It's a pleasure to share another lesson with you. And if you didn't know, I run the website Get Ready for Success, where you can find the audio files, video clips and lesson notes for all the podcast episodes. I create and share these learning materials because I want to help you speak better English and get a high mark in your C1 speaking exam. Today, I want to start with a comment from one of my listeners, Erika from Hungary, and she writes the following. Your podcasts are a tremendous help in preparation for my upcoming exam, Christian. Please go on producing similarly useful content. I also have a request, if I may. What about an episode, including some handy phrases and expressions of contrasting and comparing? For example, like two pics during the speaking part of an exam. With pics, she means pictures, of course. Thanks for considering it and for everything you are doing here. Well, what can I say? Thanks a lot, Erika, for your lovely comment. And yes, an episode about how to compare and contrast is a tremendous idea. So that's what you got right here, right now. We're going to look at four things. Number one, how to compare. Number two, how to contrast. Number three, idiomatic expressions. And number four, finally, connectors to compare and contrast. By the way, if we talk about the noun, we say contrast. If we talk about the verb, we say contrast. Are you up for it? Let's get started. In this lesson, I will give you the language you need to compare and contrast things, people, places, activities, and general ideas in Cambridge C1 speaking. First, what do we mean by comparing and contrasting? The Collins Dictionary says the following. When you compare things, you consider them and discover the differences or similarities between them. And if you contrast one thing with another, you point out or consider the differences between those things. With that out of the way, let's look at some examples. Now, the simplest way to describe similarities is as follows. A is similar to B. And then, of course, you want to explain something. So you can say A is similar to B because or A is similar to B in that. You can also say A is similar to B since. Or A is similar to B for the reason that. Now let's have a look at some examples with help from an exam template. Let's imagine for a moment that I am the interlocutor. And I say this. In part two of the exam, I'm going to give each of you three pictures. I'd like you to talk about two of them on your own for about a minute, and also to answer a question briefly about your partner's picture. Candidate A. It's your turn first. Here are your pictures. They show people doing things together. I'd like you to compare two of the pictures and say why the people might be doing these things together, and how the people might be feeling. Now, if you want to point out similarities, you can say, picture A is similar to picture B because they both show people working together on a project, for example. And if you want to use something else, then because you can use in that, or as, or since, or for the reason that. So for example, picture A is similar to picture B in that they both show people working together on a project. Now, I'm a big fan of using adverbs to make your language clearer and more colorful. And both in the exam and in your daily life, you can show the level of similarity and make your answers richer by using adverbs such as really, or pretty, or rather, or quite. For example, picture A is pretty similar to picture B, in that they both show people working together. Now, you can also use other expressions. For example, picture A and B are pretty much alike. Both show people working together on a project. Or picture A and B have a lot in common. Both show people working together on a project. Another option is, picture A and B are fundamentally similar. Both show people working together on a project. Yeah? So again, this is what I always do in these episodes. I help you to become flexible in your English speaking. Right? Different expressions to express the same thing. Okay. Now, let's look at a part 3 exam question to find out how to talk about similarities in that part of the exam. Imagine again that I'm the interlocutor. Here are some jobs which some people would like to have and a question for you to discuss. First, you have some time to look at the task. So in the exam, you get 15 seconds. Now, talk to each other about how challenging it might be to become a successful or to become successful in these different jobs. Film actor, business executive, politician, professional athlete, novelist, and that's it. So here we could show likeness with the following structure. A is as hm mm as B. For example, becoming a successful politician is as hard as becoming a successful novelist. As hard as. yeah. As hard as. Of course, again, you can use adverbs like almost or nearly. So becoming a successful politician is almost as hard as becoming a successful novelist. yeah. Or nearly as hard as yeah, becoming a successful novelist. All right. Now, let's have a look at how to contrast in this part of the exam. Because this part, just like part two, it's also a good opportunity to show how you might contrast in the exam. For example, you could say that A is different from B. A is different from B because. Or A is different from B in that it. Yeah. So for example, becoming, becoming a successful politician is different from becoming a successful novelist in that you have to do a lot of public speaking. For example, or becoming a successful athlete is different from becoming a business executive because you have to do a lot more physical activity. For example, remember, we can also express the size of the difference with adverbs and collocations, such as, it is totally different, or I think it's strikingly different. It's distinctly different. It's entirely different. There is a clear distinction between. Or they differ widely. And if the difference is slight, you might say it's slightly different, it's rather different, or there's a subtle distinction. A subtle distinction. Alright, you got that? Let's move on to the next part. Here are some idiomatic expressions we can use to express contrasts, especially big differences. Number one. They are worlds apart. So for example, Madrid and Rotterdam are worlds apart. Madrid is a much bigger city. A much bigger city. Or they are poles apart, or polar opposites. They are polar opposites. So Juan and Gabriela are poles apart. I mean they really have almost nothing in common. Juan and Gabriela are polar opposites. I mean they really have almost nothing in common. You can also use the expression A is a far cry from B. The concert is a far cry from what I imagined. I thought it would be entertaining, but it's actually like watching paint dry. And watching paint dry means boring. You can also use A is far or way than B. So for example, London is far bigger than Amsterdam. And Madrid is way hotter than St. Petersburg. And the last one that I wrote down is a world of difference. So we can say there's a world of difference between the surface in the two shops. Right? There's a world of difference between the service in the two shops. Okay then, in the final part of this episode, we're going to look at some connectors you can use to compare and contrast ideas as well as things. I will use a couple of part one questions to show you some examples. So here's the first question. Do you like using the internet to keep in touch with people? Yes, I love Telegram. And similarly, I'm a big fan of WhatsApp too. Or, yes, I'm a big fan of FaceTime. Likewise, I'm really into Zoom as well. So similarly and likewise. And question number two. Do you think you have enough free time during the week? I'm really busy during the week, but on the weekend, conversely, I have lots of free time or I'm really busy on Mondays and Tuesdays, Fridays, on the other hand, are much easier. I'm busy this week. Next week, conversely, I have much less work to do. One final note regarding the difference between on the other hand and on the contrary. On the other hand means that it is true, and this is also true if we look at it from a different viewpoint. For example, life in the country is nice and quiet. On the other hand, you have to go a long way to get to the shops. On the contrary is a rather formal expression which means that is not true. The opposite is true. For example, person A says you must be pleased with your exam results. And MPs, Psen, person B, says on the contrary I thought they would be much better got it? I hope you did that's it for today lots of interesting and lovely ways to compare and contrast places things people activities and ideas I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did please share it with someone who could benefit from it and If you would like to suggest topics for future episodes, just like Erika did, leave me a comment on my blog or on YouTube. If you have any questions about this lesson or any feedback, then do get in touch with me. You can email me at christian at getreadyforsuccess.com. I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, go and check out my website, Get Ready for Success. If you're preparing for Cambridge G1, it's a great place, full of interesting stuff. All right then, that's all for me. Take care of yourself and each other, of course. Speak soon, my friends. Bye-bye. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books and language learning, to more serious ones like history, politics, culture and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable mp3 files and pdf transcripts. So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, you won't just see improvements in your English, you'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode and see for yourself. patreon.com slash buildyourenglish patreon.com slash buildyourenglish